Welcome to Lifespring Hymn Stories, the podcast that tells you the stories behind some of the church's greatest hymns. My name is Steve Webb, and I'm your host. I'm so glad you've decided to join me today. If this is your first time, welcome. Make yourself at home. If you're a longtime listener, thanks so much for coming back. Our hymn today is I Am Thine, O Lord, with lyrics by Fanny J. Crosby and William H. Doan did the music. After a short message, I'll tell you the story behind the hymn, and then I'll play a lovely rendition of the song by Nathan Drake of Reawaken Hymns. Lifespring Hymn Stories is brought to you in part by my book, Webb's Easy Bible Names Pronunciation Guide. If you love to study the Bible but aren't crazy about not knowing how to pronounce some of those long Bible names, my book can help you out. If you read the Bible out loud in church, if you're a lectionary, or if you just like to know how things are supposed to be pronounced, take a look at easybiblenamesguide.com. And when you check out, be sure you use coupon code HYMNS, H-Y-M-N-S, for a 25% discount on your entire purchase. That's easybiblenamesguide.com. She's called the Queen of American Hymn Writers and the Mother of Congregational Singing in America. During her 95 years, Fanny Crosby wrote over 8,000 hymns. In addition, she was one of the three most prominent evangelical leaders in America during the last part of the 1800s, the others being D.L. Moody and Ira Sankey. She was one of America's most popular preachers and lecturers. In many cases, lines of people would circle the block where she was scheduled to speak, hoping to get a seat. When she traveled, it was usually by train and she was fiercely independent, insisting on traveling alone, despite her blindness, until she was up in her 80s. Fanny lived in the rundown tenements of Lower Manhattan so she'd be nearer her beloved rescue missions where she worked with the homeless and addicted. But to me, the most remarkable thing about Fanny Crosby was her phenomenal memory. After her eyes were blinded in infancy, her grandmother Eunice took a special interest in teaching her Bible verses. Later, a woman named Mrs. Hawley, the Crosby's landlady, took over the job, committed to helping Fanny memorize the entire Bible. Every week, the child was given a certain number of chapters to learn, and Mrs. Hawley drilled them into her during their review sessions together. Fanny learned by heart all of Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy, plus the four Gospels, most of the Psalms, all of the Proverbs, and many portions of the rest of the Bible. From the fountainhead of these scriptures flowed her hymns. Ira Sankey, in his autobiography, gives us the story behind this particular hymn. He said, Fanny Crosby was visiting Mr. W. H. Doan in his home in Cincinnati, Ohio. They were talking together about the nearness of God as the sun was setting and evening shadows were gathering around them. The subject so impressed the well-known hymn writer that before retiring, she had written the words to this hymn, which has become one of the most useful she has ever written. The music by Mr. Doan so well fitted the words that the hymn has become a special favorite wherever the gospel hymns are known. It was first published in 1875 in the little hidden treasure of hymns called Brightest and Best. Underneath the hymn was this scripture quotation. Let us draw near with a true heart. Hebrews 10, 22.
Nathan Drake from Reawaken Hymns. I'll have a link to his website on the show notes page at lifespringmedia.com. Hey, Nathan, thanks so much for letting me use your music today. I really appreciate it. The source material for Lifespring Hymn Stories is from Robert J. Morgan's books, Then Sings My Soul, Volumes 1 and 2. You can find those books wherever books are sold. If there's a hymn that you'd like to know the background of, drop me a line at steve at lifespringmedia.com. I'll do my best to find the story and a version of the hymn that I can play on the show. In the meantime, you'd be doing me a great favor if you'd write a review at the iTunes Store, in the Apple Podcast app, or wherever you get your podcasts, if they have a review section. Speaking of where you get your podcasts, if you haven't already, be sure you subscribe to this podcast and be aware that Lifespring Hymn Stories is but one of nine shows available at lifespringmedia.com. I'm in the process of restarting production on a few of these shows, as you may know, and a brand new show debuted this last week. It's called In the Word with Mel Bennett. Pastor Bennett was my pastor for over 20 years and was the man that allowed me to use the church audio equipment to produce the first several episodes of the LifeSpring podcast way back in 2004. And now, by popular demand, he has his own show, which I'm honored to produce. If you'd like to know more, you can find a show at lifespringmedia.com, along with over 2,000 episodes of other podcasts at lifespringmedia.com, and 99% of those are evergreen, meaning that they have as much application to life today as they did the day they were produced. There are interviews, I narrated the Bible several times, and there's a fun music show, plus a whole lot more. Check them out, lifespringmedia.com.
And by the way, there's another brand new show in the works there as well. Keep a sharp eye out. Please remember to check out EasyBibleNamesGuide.com. The sales of my book truly do help make this show possible. If you like what you hear here, see if Webb's Easy Bible Names Pronunciation Guide might be able to find a place in your library. And if you've got a business that needs a voice, I'd love to talk to you about voicing a video, a radio or TV commercial, or whatever sort of project you have in mind. Email me at studio at stevewebvoiceovers.com. Thanks so much for listening today. Next week, we'll look at the story behind another hymn. Until next time, may God bless you richly. I'm Steve Webb.